Hello and welcome to Wide World of Fan Fiction, where we treat fan fiction as the high form of literature that it is. And in today's episode, I originally selected an entire encyclopedia of the Pokemon universe to read out of for you. But then I watched the and then I watched the Edge documentary last night. I went to the professional wrestling fanfiction section, fanfiction.net. Seriously, that is a real subsection. And found this epic story, Edge and Christian Blood Brothers. And if you've ever listened to the show before, you know we, you know you can't have nice things unless you bribe me. With sponsorship, because I like money. And I say, let's delve into the story that su that some guy w wrote when he was 12. Edge and Christian Blood Brothers is by Vanessa S. And Edge and Christian were just a pair of brothers working to climb up the ladder of professional wrestling into stardom. They learn early it's not so easy wearing down from the, to the toil and routine of their everyday lives. An encounter with an odd stranger may make a world of difference for them. But will they be able to realize the hidden dangers before it pulls in completely? Does rated T in its English and it's supernatural slash family? It has two chapters, but uh, let's see how many of these we get through. And it was uploaded on July 16th at, uh, updated on July 16th and published on June 26th of this year. Huh. Oh, here's the disclaimer. Nope, don't own anything. Additionally, I write Edge, Christian, and Co. under the mentality that they are characters. Aside from certain aspects that relate to their careers, I don't intend to draw any personal similarities celebrities to the lovely real-life people that portray the characters. I also apologize in advance for any weird and terrible things I may put the characters through. Yes. Bring it. Yes. Weird and terrible. We like weird and terrible. Oh, A slash N. Arthur's notes. So this is a story. This, so this story has a story to it. To be short and sweet, I was 12 at one point. Used to be rather obsessed with Edge and Christian. Wrote many, many stories. Recently, see, one to two years ago, I decided to revive one of these story concepts as a sort of personal improvement challenge. Needless to say, I've improved. But now I've run hog wild, and since I went 10 chapters deep before a hiatus, it'd be a shame not to show off my self-indulgent nonsense. <laughs> right. This will be a slow burn, folks. The darker themes will emerge, but let's get to know these boys a, li a little first. A. Blood Brothers, Chapter One. You can't, what? You can't wait. Are all these chapters song titles? I think they're song titles. This is, they're song titles from the 90s. And here is Chapter One. It hit him. La la la. 9,000 something words. Here we go. 
This was all Edge needed to be reminded of what he's been working for. The clamoring that resounded all around him. Thousands of spectators filling the stadium, beholding the show put before them. The flashing of cameras never ceasing to capture a moment made under the spotlights of the squared circle. Throughout the match, his audience held on like they were on a thrill ride. Their voices surged up and down with his every frenetic move, suspended in the desperate back and forth, protesting at his opponent's counters, and cheering when he regained the upper hand. Their excitement echoed into his hammering heart, pumping into it an, an adrenaline that dictated, his, dictated him with brutal instinct. So efficient he was, his movements were blurring together in his mind until his next memory was him rising to his feet. The ringing bell carried into a collection, cr collective cry of victory. A belt of worn leather and glistening gold was thrust into his hands. Edge held it tight. He faced the blinding light with a broad smile, sucked in the grease, the grease-tinged fall breeze, and devoured the reaction of his enthralled fans. Hey, hey, bro! Wow, you really did it, didn't you? How such a vivid scene could melt away so suddenly at the chill that was washed over Edge's face, to the point he barely remembered it as soon as he opened his eyes. He struggled to recall it now, yet he knew enough that left it an amazing feeling that shriveled and died when he returned to reality. Edge's first conscious thought was that a bug was looming over him, blocking his view. A bug whose eyes were actually obnoxiously large, round, round red sunglasses on a face framed by long blonde hair and twisted with a lopsided smirk into a look of grand satisfaction. This was, in fact, Edge's little brother, Christian was his name, and the pest comparison was completely accurate, as Edge soon noticed the cup of soda in one hand tilted at Edge's head. Just as the older brother was reaching up to wipe away the wetness over his face, the rude awakening clicked into place. Edge was livid. Garg, you little puke! The man lurched like an angry, disoriented wolf, a groggy action that lent no purchase. As Christian smoothly hopped backwards before Edge could catch himself. He tumbled off the bench, sprawling face first onto the frosty ground. Christian sneakers were here farther before his brother could chance tripping him up. Erg you, you freaking blow Christian, Edge said with a great groan. Christian only laughed. Say it about yourself, dork, who actually falls asleep sober as a judge at a fair. I'm away for five minutes and you become totally lame. What's lame is that you woke me up from the best dream I've had in months. Christian was prepared to retaliate when he stood. However, Christian held out a paper basket filled to the brim with freshly prepared poutine. And this was the, might, the mighty shield that stayed the heart smack about to be delivered. Deep fried, cheesy gravy topped goodness wafted under his nose. Huh. Thought I'd smelled grease. Oh, what one this time? Jennifer Anderson or Pamela Anderson? Asked Christian. The shorter blonde smirk never left. Neither. Edge took the basket. His brain chewed on thoughts while he chewed some fries, scavenging what he could remember in order to describe it. Nah, I was having a match under the big brand. Can't remember if it was WWF or WCW or what. But it was way bigger than any audience we've ever had. And bro, they were going freaking nuts. Whoever I was working with, man, we were making an instant classic, and I won. I won it. Won the world championship, I'm pretty sure. 
His voice trailed off. The smile that had been growing since he started explaining faltered. He noted Christian was no longer smirking, as though they shared the same thought. The brothers were soon both taking a gander around them. It was easy to see how Edge's mind could fabricate that scene when he fell asleep. This small-town fair was abuzz with activity. Chatter and music mingled, filling the cool evening air. People howled and laughed at the mercy of their ride, with the star attraction being the rickety wooden roller coaster Edge had just so happened to take a nap nearest to. Wavering screams to make the, the reactionary crowd of his dream. Myriad of lights! Myriad of lights illuminated the grounds! From the game stands to food concessions to tents, some colorful, some flashing. Yet imagine these as spotlights upon him, the cameras capturing him in action. Couldn't say he wasn't creative, at least. He got inspired by his surroundings enough for his subconscious to flesh out a dream of being a legendary professional wrestler. A dream he hoped, one day, to make reality. Despite his current reality seeing too, seeming too much of a far cry to entertain the notion as a near possibility. Well, that is the dream, isn't it, bro? There was a subtle edge to Christian's tone. The older brother wondered if there was another cynical thought shared between them. They would a habit of thinking and sync. Yep, yep, ah. Uh. Both young men had mixed thoughts about that, mulling them over as they resumed their strolling along the grounds. This time was told us to drink and food to share between them, which at least gave Edge more energy than he had earlier. They couldn't afford to splurge too much on tickets or cheesy... Or, che or cheesy merchandise. Had to be mindful on if their gas-guzzling car had enough fuel to make the trip to the next town over yonder tomorrow. If they had enough to afford a cheap motel room. Preferably one that didn't have a family of rats living in a hole behind the bed. They choose wisely on what caught their eye the most, but would otherwise wait for the other two to get here. Still, even just sinking into the atmosphere of the fair was a welcome change of pace. If only Edge could stop matching the spotlights and cameras at every stand they passed. It was at some cheap accessory tent when Edge broke the ice and continued their previous discussion. So, Christian, do you think we'd be able to? Soon? Christian glanced up. His bug-eyed glasses were propped at his hairline when he, while he tried a more ridiculous pair, if that was even possible. Edge had to swallow down a snarky retort. Huh? Be able to what soon? You know, like, get in? Make it big? Well, yeah, duh, I think we could, said Christian. We have the work ethic, don't we? Edge interjected. And our in-ring skills are only getting better. And our first promo was pretty awesome for our first pro promo, I think. And our crowds always love us. You hear the props we get. We steal the show. Edge smiled to himself. He paused. Any luck? They've been scouting our circuit recently. If they did with rhinos. Edge saw Christian grinning through the small vanity mirror along the glasses and hats. Whether that was at the mention of their friend or because they, he had just put on a fuzzy, fuzzy sunglasses was anyone's guess. Hey, speaking of rhino, when he gets here, me and him are planning on getting banned from the teacups. Do you want in? I, wait, what? Caught off guard, Edge was both confused and wildly curious. How do you get kicked off teacups? How can you possibly add that up? Dude, it's totally simple, or you can just watch and learn. Either or, said Christian. And that's why we'll spend our money for tickets on teacups. For the sole purpose of causing hate and discontent. Christian gave a vigorous nod to Edge's reflection. You got it, and whatever else Rhino wants to do, remember, this is his night. I know that, bro.
It may have been hard to take his little brother seriously when fuzzy sunglasses were staring back at him, but the fat Christian made a point to turn, straighten up, and cross his arms when that he was trying to be frank. Then stop talking about us so much, eh? Let's forget about it for a night. We'll have all the time in the world to female dog and moan once Rhino leaves our Philadelphia. One thing that irked Christian irked Edge as much as Christian's childish pranks was when he attempted to act like a wise older sibling. It peeped him more than more when he made a legitimate point. Yet nothing of what he said was anything Edge didn't already know. Feeling most, part, most parts annoyed and some parts guilty, his sharp scale contrasted his tone as he decided to stalk along the necklace section. Yeah, hey, I already plan on bombing our favorite mammies with all of the brotherly love he can handle, so get off my guy about that. But you know, now that he's gonna... He's going on to ECW, and freaking Jericho's already been making a name for himself in WCW. Can't help but wonder when our big break will come along. I'm happy for them, but I just want a, a sigh. You know what I mean. Edge wasn't expecting a hand clapping upon his shoulder, but also didn't protest when he was holding to a big side hug. He reciprocated. I get it, Edge, Christian assured. Really, I feel the same way. You know that. Look... Screw what our promoter said. We work our mm off, and it shows. And tomorrow we'll get up and prove it again. Maybe it won't be soon, but with Rhino and Chris called, it'll happen for us at some point. It's inevitable. Did Edge have to admit defeat? He suppose it wouldn't hurt. Just for once. You know, I hate when you decide to put that one brain's love yours to use, because sometimes you may not actually sound sensible. Still, I have to sell more than you've got, weebsicle. This eased a laugh out of Edge. Now that doesn't make sense. He released his hug only to wind his arm up and vice Christian in a headlock. Ignoring the younger blonde's yelp, he gave his brother an affectionately rough noogie. Dork chop. Prime cut, dork chop. Oh, you cut deep. Now both of them were laughing through this moment, though this moment was short-lived. The niggling... Niggling? What... Sense of eyes boring into Edge's head made him conscious of how much of a dork chop both were appearing to be. He released Christian. Naturally, the taller man's eyes went to the vendor. But she was dealing with another customer, and they weren't watching either, so Edge just shrugged. Turning back to Christian, they, they both shared a significant look, and in that reached an unspoken agreement. The brothers nodded. Someday, then, Edge spoke, a voice firm, a promise. Someday. That was what mattered. Now the prospect of them rising from a small indie from small indie notoriety to worldwide acclaim coming tomorrow or next week or even months. It was a promise they would break out and become the legends become legends no matter the weight. But for now, I know we're kinda strapped, but I need those sunglasses, but will you die without them in your life? I don't know, man, a cheeky grin. It was love at first sight, me and those furry shades. I just dropped dead of a broken heart in a year's time. Aw, baby brother's got a girlfriend. Shame is only the inanimate object that waits to sit on your edge, the older brother grunted as the ensuing punch to the arm. Yet didn't stop him from chortling. Okay, fine, all right. Add them to your stupid crayon box collection. You know what? I like the look of this genuine puka shell necklace. Hey, we'll probably breathe on it wrong and it'll break. Aw, hey! The Cage Brothers can join to the hip as usual. Long time no see. I see you're still talking after Graham Grams with the with the weird <clears throat> shades, Christian, and your forehead's as humongous as ever, Edge. 
From the moment that gleefully snide voice arose and the glorious volcano of top-mounted blonde locks bobbed above a car door, Edge was put in an immediate struggle with himself to keep his smile and attitude squashed. While he'd gone, while he'd be the first to admit he had a short fuse, it took a special few to strike his nerve with alarming ease. The first person was Christian. Like his example earlier in the evening, Christian could be an annoying insect, yet somehow worse, because unlike annoying insects, Christian was buzzing around him year-round instead of giving him the mercy of disappearing seasonally. But Christian was able was also his baby brother. Edge loved his baby brother. Chris Jericho was the second person. Chris Jericho had no such privilege as Christian. He was a cocky, mocking hat for seemingly no reason than to push Edge's buttons and watch him twitch. The worst part was that Jericho needn't even try to, really. There was just something about Jericho's aura, the way he carried himself, how he sassed with such casual joy that could drive Edge up the wall, which only made the remarks more irritating. So, case in point, Edge tried to work up a clever retort, but impulse failed him. He crossed his arms corner of his lips pulled to a scowl. Haven't pinned down any better material since the last time, Jericho. Got to insult an old woman now? That's a new low. An elbow to his ribs caused Edge to grunt. You're just jealous you can't compete with, gra with Grandma Edna's raw good looks and impeccable taste even at age 75. Unfettered Christian jabbed back. Nice. Edge chuckled at that, then thought to add, We can't help. It runs in the family. Chris Jericho? Jealous? In your dreams, Junior, I have a style all my own that I'm rocking just fine. Despite his mocking, Jericho pulled the brothers into a brief but firm hug as soon as he stepped out of the car. Edge patted him on the back. Then he passed them, trouncing onward towards the fairgrounds as if he owned it. The older cage scoffed. Was he expecting them to follow? Yet, yet Edge spun on his heel, stalked after his fellow blonde. You call standing out like a turd in a swimming pool a style? I personally like calling it commanding an audience, which I plan to do tonight. What time was karaoke again, you said? Christian's voice rose through the conversation in bemused uproar. Judging by the rise of his tone, he had stood rooted in place in the lot with Edge and Chris walked on. Oh, hey, what about Rhino, Chris? Give him a minute, he'll come out, shouted Chris. He got pretty soft with his circuit pals before I picked him up. Edge glanced over his shoulder in time to see Christian throw his hands up, mouthing an exasperated okay before nearing Chris's rental car, waiting on their friend. Edge's scowl creased deeper. Then he barked out a condescending laugh. Dude, you still been planning karaoke? I told you. The crap's either for sober people who can't sing or drunk people who can't. Unless you also plan on getting trashed. Of course, when Jericho, Rhino, and the Cage Brothers had set up this little get-together, they tossed around ideas of what exactly they'd be interested in. Chris expressed personal excitement in what was, to its core, singing in front of a bunch of tired dads and doped-up teens in the late hours of the night. At least that's what Edge saw it, saw it as. It did not strike him as an activity that was very cool or exciting. And what makes you think I'd be part of the latter? Jericho shot him a very Christian-esque smirk. Edge clenched his fingers, gripping the sides of his jacket. He kept his chin high, however, because I've heard you sing before. You sound like a constipated goat, he said. Do I? Smirk turned into a mock pout. Fake puppy eyes included, oh, that wounds me. I never realized, never realized how much I overestimated your taste in music. 
being the diehard fan of Metallica and Black Sabbath as you are, I would have thought you'd known greatness when you heard it. Heard it? All I heard was a thrift store version of Ozzy Osbourne. Honestly, I think you'd get more attention going to the loon sand and hanging out with the rest of the inflated egos. A shocked laugh burst out of Jericho, and in another fit of theatrics, he stumbled back, hand to his heart, as though actually wounded by Edge's words. Whether because it was a clever or a bad rib, it was not quite the reaction Edge vied for. After it went on for too long, Jericho wheezed out, Wow, man, who, who, mm, in your Cheerios today? You've been full of passive-aggressive jokes ever since I stepped out of the car. And you've been pulling pot shots since you opened your mouth, Edge exclaimed. Chris raised his hands in defense, and that's all they, all they wore, little ribs. Lighten up a bit, will ya? Edge then heard his brother behind them, this time with another set of feet plodding along. Get a room, you two. I can feel the macho chinching from the parking lot. Two minute tish, and y'all already want to kill each other? Finally, a good opportunity to forget the conversation. With his scowl flipping like a switch, Edge faced a much less irritating presence. A friend to the brother since childhood, Rhino followed them in pursuit of their shared dream for nearly as long. While a personal decision took a, to take a scent under a different circuit has kept them distant as of recent times, no love has been lost, as the three huddled together for a bro hug that felt as similar as though they'd done it yesterday. Edge took a once-over as they pulled apart. The brother's nickname for him was indeed still apt. Rhino was built like a brick house, and it appeared such muscles had only gained more muscle since they'd last seen him. Nice to see ya, buddy. You're looking good. And feeling good, too, I'm sure. ECW, huh? Congrats, Edge said. Then came Jericho with a smarmy gwin, gw grin. They do some crazy mm, there. Trust me, I know. And you lasted like, what, a week? Big shot, remarked Christian. Rhino appeared overwhelmed by the attention. Already flushed face, reddening further. Oh, I'm ready, Ash, ever. Gonna be a good uh, chance, but getting a shot and keeping in is two things, yeah. Of course it is, but we know you, Rhino. You're gonna go far. Christian spoke the worst for Edge could. Though they didn't, that didn't surprise him. His younger brother was always closest to Rhino. Almost instinctive in jumping to his side, just as Rhino would do with Christian. They'd long been friends for Edge entered the picture, after all. But until then, the fair is your oyster. Are you ready to break the teacups? With all the spitting, you may have to hold me up while I puke in the bush after Edge ground again with the teacups. Well, since I doubt you two want to join, what are you guys thinking? Gonna bicker about the temperature next? Jericho still set on public embarrassment. Until then, hmm. There's a little rexer at one end with a pool table and an arcade. Edge shot Jericho a taunting grin. Uh, grin, not Gwen. Nope, not, it's Grin, not someone who was thrown off a bridge and died. Yet Jericho's just mirroring it. That a bet? I still have to get you back, don't I? Try not to destroy the machine this time, bro. Seriously, please. Hey, I've got, I've gotten better with that, haven't I? Jericho laughed. We'll see about that once I hand your mm, to you. With the chatter continuing and the whole night ahead of him, his brother and friends and the older cage had all but forgotten the dream he'd been fawning over. That was all right. He could afford to have something, some mindless fun before the grind resumed tomorrow. That odd, observed feeling from earlier returned for a flicker. Edge ignored it. Surely some people must have found four twenty-somethings traipsing through a fun fair to be a little strange, but oh well. This was what it took to distress even a little. He'd take it.
Oh, and here's some more author's notes. I've been a little indecisive about posting this as it is. There's a whole another half to this chapter, but since it was becoming so long, I thought I had to slice it in half. See what happens when you go with the flow? Ha! Well, hopefully there's enough substance in the banter and interactions to make up for the missing drama and that oh-so-crucial character that's saved for the next chapter. Of course, let me know if you think that's the case along with any other lovely comments or insults you may have for me. Until next time, and there's chat. I don't know. Okay, chap- Okay, maybe my voice is- Okay. My voice says there's no time for chapter two today. But if you want to go read it, oh, we could go see who that character is. Let's, okay. Browsing the chat. Oh, and chapter two is called Don't You Start No Fight. And it's from Christian's point of view. Uh, who is the Is it Doink the Clown? Is it Rey Mysterio? Are they going to shoot him out of a no. No, that would be mean. He'd have too much fun. <laughs> That's probably the least craziest thing he's actually done. Uh, let, who is this person? I kind of want to know without reading all these 4,000 words, said my, says my voice today. And... Oh, there's cursing. Lots of cursing. And... Ooh, <laughs> Who is, oh, it's a mystery. Okay, there's Jericho, there's, is it Doink the Clown? I don't know. Doink the Clown was high on drugs. <laughs> you must Damn it, I'm away. Okay, that's. I, mm, well, it looks like you do have to read the second part of the chapter because I cannot t see who this second person is, so. Oh! Here it is. Oh, it's Gangrel. Darn it, it's not Doink the Clown. Dang it, I wouldn't just super edgy Doink the Clown with darkness emanating from his soul and probably probably denying all the children he's fathered over the years of desperate. <laughs> I had sex with a professional wrestler. Who was it? No one? Timmy, get that clown! <laughs> I'm joking, but I'm probably not joking. Anyway... <laughs> Dang it, we should do Doink the Clown... <laughs> Doink the Clown was a government. <laughs> I Don't, but also write that. I, I, I would read that, and I only ever heard that guy's name. And actually, this story was not as bad as I thought it was, although it... Although it said he thought of this and he was 12. Uh, let's see. Vanessa S. has actually really improved. Actually, there really weren't very many spelling errors or grammatical errors and some pretty good characterization. And honestly, they kind of know their professional rest wrestling material here. And obviously, they really know Edge's career. And I just, okay, 
I just kind of know him because because he's he went through so many tables and it's hard to ignore a guy that goes through so many tables who like isn't drunk. And honestly, he deserved all the money that he got for that because my little brother was so enthralled by it and it wasn't Thomas the freaking tank engine. So Edge really, Edge really saved my teenage years for me. <laughs> Anyway, this is actually not bad. If you like wrestling, I would read this, and there's eight more chapters. I think you should post them, because this is, like, grown-up wrestling fanfiction. See, sometimes I do get to give you nice stuff on this show. And actually, I think the supernatural stuff is probably in later chapters, and I don't know. It's probably going to be, like, that brood gang grill chapter, but maybe they have actual superpowers, which does sound kind of oddly... Oddly amazing, but yeah, so anyway, this was Blood Brothers by Vanessa S., and it has two chapters so far, and if he's listening to the- you did a good job on this, actually. I'm sorry I was a, a, a bit apprehensive about reading this, but you really, really grew up, and honestly, my poetry when I was seven probably wasn't, probably wasn't that good, but now I think it's also probably- not as bad, and I got a degree in it in college. Does anybody want to hire me for that? I can write you erotic to the <laughs> 50 bucks an hour, and I will write And I won't judge you because you're giving me money. And yes. <laughs> and that, and see, and that... If you like this, uh, go and read the other chapter, and you can probably follow it. Vanessa S. It's V-I-N-E-S-S-A capital S. And also, check out the professional wrestling fan fiction, because I... Because John Cena has to die in several stories, and it might be a murder mystery, which, you know... You know crap, let's go... <laughs> Well, let's go there now. Let's let's see. If <laughs> How many stories does John Cena die in for the professional wrestling fan? <laughs> okay, John Cena dies. John Cena. Oh no, Randy Orton dies in that one. Oh, that's John Cena's. <laughs> Oh, crap, this is a rabbit hole. Anyway, there's lots of John Cena fanfiction, and uh, there's Randy Orton and The Undertaker, so yeah, I would I'd check that out if you want to have an entertaining afternoon, and if you like this show, um, uh, pl uh, please follow and download, because I like money, and so far I got two sponsors, and I'm still trying to figure out the affiliate program thing. It's more complicated than you think it is. My marketing degree did not go over that, but thank <laughs> But thank you for listening and have a wonderful rest of your day and keep riding that erotic doink the clown fiction. <laughs>